0: Day. Hello. This is Christina. <laughs> I'm Laisha. We're uh. Um... Destination
1: Wedding Pod.
0: So it was my turn, but she's going to do it apparently. She's in a better mood. Because than I you're am.
1: not. You're saying ah. So I'm trying to help you. Okay, so ah. can you tell
0: which one's which now? Because I'm sounding like she sounds like me, and I sound like her.
1: Yes, this is Christina.
0: <laughs> I'm Laisha. Le- I'm Laysha. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about florists. I don't really know how. So like the way that we do it I guess we just decide what vendor we're going to talk about and then we look up stories. Sometimes it's about the couple. It can be an experience from any side of the coin but it has to do with florists. That's what I figured out.
1: Yeah and we just started making our own schedule because we don't know what you guys want to hear.
0: Yeah, and also, I'm very curious of the 20 people who are downloading in the Virgin Islands. Please hit us up on Facebook and let us know who's listening. Um, anyway, so my first story is, says that after the bride picked out the flowers, the wedding planner left them in the boardroom with the bridesmaid. Should huh? be safe. She left them in the room with the bridesmaids, like where they were getting ready at. Should right. be safe, right? Yeah. When I returned five minutes later, they were pulling them apart because they, quote, didn't like them. There was no way to fix them, but the bride never noticed. Can you imagine imagine sitting something down for a second? Like me or you being like Secret Harbor, right? And we uh sit something down and we come back and people are like...
1: I've done it. It's (laughs) happened at Secret Harbor. Really? Yes, I'm still pissed about it.
0: Okay, tell me.
1: I had a very, very, very type A bride. This is the time that I learned what type A is and (laughs) I do not want to work with that person. But a lot of the type A people that I work with now are better, but she was so overbearing. So we talked about everything and I put the sashes on the chairs and I walked away because I was done. So I was going to check on something else. And when I came back, her maid of honor and her bridesmaid was changing the chair ties oh my god they were like putting them on there different and i'm like i assumed that it came from the bride and i'm like is everything okay and she was like yeah we just sent a picture to the bride and she didn't like it she wanted it this way blah 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 and i'm like whatever oh my god i was so ready for that one to be over i bet but yeah don't t- like don't touch things if you're not In the wedding. If you don't like it, first of all, it's none of your business being the bridesmaid. The bride or groom needs to go and talk to the florist or whoever is doing the designing of what particular thing you don't like. Right. Because it's a lot easier for the professional to fix something that they made than for them to come in at the end and fix something that the bridesmaids screwed right, up. because
0: they know how they put it together. But also, like, that's the thing with Flora, that I'm, because I'm just now starting to do that part, the, the, the food and the flowers part. And, like, you don't, i like, unless there's a, you're in the town where the florist is and the florist has a wedding similar to yours. You're not going to be able to see exactly what you're going to get because it depends. Like right now I'm reading because so we're doing these things. I'm reading that there's flower shortages everywhere. Yeah. So like your florist is doing the best they can with what they have. And Leisha and I have started doing floral design and it's a bitch getting in there, the boxes they come in, having to uh, whatever you call them, fix them. What do you call them? Process them. Yeah. But you don't know. I don't know what you're getting, especially if you're not... Like, Laysha and I are the front end of it, so we pick up the boxes and we know, but like, they don't know, and so they're, no. they're doing the very best of what they have it if
1: So, and even if we... So, if you want to request to see something that is six months down the road, if you want to see a sample of it, they can do that, but it's going to cost you money, and right. it might cost you more money than the actual thing is going to cost you because... They're probably gonna have to order flowers out of season,
0: right?
1: And even then, it's still not gonna look the same on the day of your wedding because that's not how flowers work,
0: right? So I just like it's a because people are always like, "I want to see what my well, I can't show you what it's gonna look like. I can just tell you that we know what we're doing, and it's gonna be very close to what you want. Right. Also, most of the time, there's not a whole. There's like one or two maybe colors that you need to. You know, your flowers are what ties everything in. Yeah. Because you're, you know, like, besides, like, a, a groom's tie or something like that, like, everything is, is based on your flowers. That's your colors. Right. So, anyway.
1: Yeah. While I was planning my wedding two years ago, my husband and I had a horrible experience with our first florist option. They didn't show us anything. The flowers looked outdated, and they wanted us to pay top dollar. The woman helping us was incredibly pushy, and when I asked her if we could have peonies, she said that she had to check with her business partner. She and said business partner then started cursing each other out at the top of their lungs. What? My now husband and I heard everything everything they said, and we weren't sure we wanted to put our parents' money in their hands. When the woman came out, she gave us the quote, and we said we would need time to think about it go to our other florist meetings and consult our parents who would be the ones paying. She sits across from us and says, call them (gasps) after a back and forth about them being busy. She said, if they're busy, they won't pick up, call them. So we called my husband's mother and she was very confused. My husband spoke to her in Chinese, explaining the weird situation. And she said to tell them she wants to look over the contract they very reluctantly handed us a copy of the contract, the unsigned contract, and we left. I immediately wrote a one-star review because I couldn't believe we had just been pressured to make such an expensive decision. Well,
0: can you write a review if you haven't? I mean, I guess yes. you can because they use the service. I guess.
1: What do you think? Well. Do you remember our bride that went crazy the other day? The a couple months ago, and had her friends all write bad reviews. Oh uh, yeah. None of them had services, I
0: right. Um, I started looking for a florist at least one year before my wedding. There was this particular woman that I had really felt we clicked, connected, or whatever you wanted to call it. I lived four hours away from New York City where my wedding was going to take place. Thus, we exchanged most of the info via email or phone. On April or May, we finally met in person. She gave me an idea of how the arrangements would look, types of flowers, colors, etc., etc., etc. I was scheduled to see two other florists that day as well, so I did not sign the contract that day. After meeting with the two other four I said to my future husband that I really liked her, although someone else gave me a better deal than her. So I called her and said that I was going to book with her, but we could not drive back to Manhattan because of the traffic. She said that she was going to email me the contract. I forgot to mention that she had given a written quote or proposal, including the price and characteristics of the arrangement, etc. I kept asking for the contract almost every single week. She always had an excuse. During the summer, I called her, to ask once more for the contract and I said that I was also thinking about having the roses on a different color. She said no problem and started writing things down again and gave me a different price higher by the way. This is happening one to two months before my wedding after I would already said no to all the other florists. To me already, like if you were already having these red flags I would have already backed out. How many times have you asked for a contract? She kept insisting that the price she had previously given me did not cover what we wanted. Thus. I scanned the written proposal, which included the price of tops of flowers that she gave me the day we met, and sent it to her saying, for your records. Good thing I kept that copy. <laughs> After she started talking to me with an attitude, but I accepted it. I go to her shop for a sample. The samples were a bunch of hydrangeas and green leaves coming out every, of everywhere when it was supposed to be roses, calla lilies, and orchids. She did two different samples the same way. I almost cried, and my mother, maid of honor who was with me, talked to her. I could not talk, and then the florist finally did something similar to what we talked about. Similar, but not it. I'm like a month away from my wedding. I do not want to start all over, so I said yes to the last one she did. She and I took pictures of it and agreed that that was going to be the one. The day of the wedding, while I'm doing my hair, she calls me and said that she added extra flowers to the arrangement, hydrangeas, to make them look better. She did all the arrangements as the one of the ones I said no to. She did not. Hydrangeas
1: are just, they take up so much space, so they're a lot easier to fill that space in.
0: She did not even ask me. She sent the flowers and called me after the four hours were on their way to the venue four hours before my wedding. So she didn't get me Also,
1: hydrangeas die, so hopefully they weren't in her bouquet. Yeah okay i'd like to preface this negative post by saying that this was the only thing that went wrong on my wedding day it was the best day of our lives to date i was also extremely lucky to have a florist groomsman who saved my day when choosing bluminous which is an adorable name (laughs) i was originally going to go the diy route and spend the minimum five hundred dollars But as the day got closer, I started to stress more, so I decided to spend $1,000 and pay the $355 full service fee. This was $855 over my budget, but in my mind, worth not having to worry about my flowers. Pause. Her budget for flowers was $500. Okay, (laughs) I'll continue. I could have possibly found a florist last minute to do only the necessary items like bouquets, boutonnieres, and corsages. But I knew from my early planning and quotes that I could never have gotten, I never could have gotten anything additional in this price range. The thought of actually getting to have florals in my centerpieces and a big sweetheart table centerpiece excited me. And I thought Bluminous was the perfect solution. In the end, I want everybody to listen to this. <laughs> in the end for 1350 US dollars i got one bridal bouquet seven bridesmaids bouquet <gasps> 10 accent centerpieces one sweetheart centerpiece five wrist corsages one order of throw petals and 12 boutonnieres 12 wow. Bouquets. Wow. That right there by itself is uh two hundred (laughs) and forty dollars.
0: Yeah. And she's mad.
1: The seven. Even if the bouquets were tiny, like I'd say twenty five dollars minimum for those, and there's seven.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's not over. (laughs) Okay. The issue started with a strange phone call an hour prior to delivery. They needed to verify the address, which was fine. But while I was speaking to the florist, he said, yeah, this order is huge. We've been working on it for three days straight. It's been so much work in a complaining tone. He also complained it was apparently an hour drive. I was annoyed by this statement because, of course, it's a lot of work, which is why it's your job and I'm paying you. Also, I have no floral experience, but I would think my order was a pretty standard, if not smaller end, wedding (laughs) order. I got off the phone and immediately told everyone I had a bad feeling. (laughs) Then the two florists, every time she says florist in here, by the way, there's quotes around it, so just remember that. Then the two florists arrive and the same man makes the comment to me, This job was so much work. I hope we're getting a good tip. I was appalled and didn't even know how to respond. At this point, I hadn't seen the flowers and I needed to get my hair and makeup done as the stylist was waiting on me. I put my bridesmaids and family in charge and went into the bridal suite. I was then made aware by my bridal party that the flowers were in extremely rough shape. A lot were wilted and they were put together extremely flimsy and generally just looked poor. The florist gave us the extra flowers they had, and my father was making a run to the grocery store to see what he could find. He actually got a decent amount of my colors. Now this is where I got lucky. A groomsman of ours works for an extremely ritzy florist who was out of our price range by thousands, even with his discount. He saved my wedding day and immediately came to the venue to salvage what he could. He could not believe the quality and stated it did not look like a professional florist did any of the work. This poor man spent four to five hours before my wedding redoing everything, salvaging what he could, and using grocery store florals as replacements where he could. The following are the main issues per my groomsmen. (laughs) All five wrist corsages were unusable. They completely fell apart. The sweetheart centerpiece was not salvageable at all due to the amount of dead and wilted flowers. All the hydrangeas were completely wilted. None were salvageable. Um, That's normal, and sometimes they are salvageable, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) All cymbidium orchids were dead. They're very fragile flowers. Also, if you're getting cymbidium orchids in that list of flowers that I just... Those orchid stems are $25 minimum wholesale. Uh So... I'm just saying... Roses were not cleaned or processed, but boutonnieres were the size of a salad plate and had to be completely redone. The ranunculas were also dead. Not a single bouquet was wrapped correctly. They were flimsy, falling apart, and had pins sticking straight through, which would stab anyone holding them. My white slash cream throw petals were mostly all browning on the edges already. So... Knowing a little bit that I know about floristry, a lot of these things are because they had to travel an hour away. Mm -hmm. And I think the Bluminous company, I think they're just like a major company that like contracts out the work. You tell them what they want and they contact a florist. Um, so, how do you feel
0: about this? Uh, well, I've had, I've had that happen right at my wedding. Did you? Yeah, but like my, I mean, Aunt Robin did the flowers, but there a lot of them were wilted and stuff, but she had to drive a long way away, and nobody was there not. to open the church, and so it happened. I didn't pay for it, and I wasn't mad at her, but I mean, it is a thing that you have to, and so you have to consider the kind of flowers and talk to the professional. Understand that you're their people are professionals for a reason, and like yeah. it takes a lot of trial and error to learn what we're doing. You and I have done it five or six times, and we still don't know um, because right. there is a lot of trial and error to it.
1: Like an update to the story, I've reached out to Bluminus, who is working on a refund, and they have been extremely apologetic. However, no amount of refunded money or apologies can make up for the stress and tears this caused me the morning of my wedding. Also, most brides would not have been as lucky as I was to have someone so talented to salvage the amount he did. Second update, I just received confirmation they will give, be giving me a full refund <gasps> along with more apologies. They did not address my question of who the florist was in Ann Arbor who did this. I'm relieved about the refund, but it is obviously it obviously doesn't change what happened on my wedding day. Here's the thing. Bottom line, you get what you pay for. Yeah, If you can't afford The ritzy florist And you can only afford the florist That contracts out the work To a florist that you don't know And probably don't vibe with Or want to work with Then you're going to get flowers That you're not going to like
0: right. <clears throat> On the morning of my wedding When my flowers arrived I noticed that my bouquet Was not what I discussed With my florist My bouquet was to be white Creams and champagne what? I'm sorry, my bouquet okay was to be whites, creams, and champagne roses, and O'Hara roses. Instead, I received purple O'Hara roses and Browning white roses. My girls had cream and peach roses and mint dresses. So you can see, purple did not match anything. One of my bridesmaids called the florist, who said that because of a bug, of a bug, customs burned all the flowers for three weeks in a row, and they went out at six a.m. and this is what they could obtain. <laughs> They said that they would deliver a new bouquet. Lo and behold, the second bouquet arrives. This bouquet consists of browning white roses. I quickly got on the phone with the florist who started to argue with me that she did not send out old flowers. When I put her delivery man on the phone who told her the flowers were brown, I was told that we would be refunded for my bouquet. And additionally, my bridesmaids was, bridesmaid was told that because of the inconvenience and the mistake with the second bouquet, that I would be refunded half of each of my bridesmaid's bouquets. And they're getting their money back. So I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a day <laughs> I then had no choice but to take pictures with the purple flowers as another bouquet would be dropped off at the church. When I returned from my honeymoon, I followed up with the florist. She informed me that she never mentioned that she would refund half of my girls' bouquets since they were perfect. She also went, went on that the second bouquet was brand new and just needed to be peeled back, and she had to rest to make it. I'm not sure what to do as... As it is a case of he said, she said, but I find the entire situation to be ex- insulting and extremely frustrating.
1: But the bridesmaid's flowers were okay. Yeah. So you're getting reimbursed for what they did wrong.
0: Yeah.
1: And But also, if it's true that the, flower, the florist said that the rose petals just needed to be peeled off, that's kind of BS because she should have done that. Yeah. The florist. Yeah. The first florist booked by my future mother-in-law not only had a website out of 1998, but the pictures she sent me of her own work that she thought matched my inspiration photos were awful. She had told my future mother-in-law at booking that she was the premier vendor that worked with my very (laughs) upscale venue. Not true. And she had been working with them for 30 years. Probably true, but that's how out of date her designs were. (laughs) I thought maybe I could suck it up and work with her anyway, but she kept telling me over email that I needed to do this and that add on. What, this I needed to do this and that add on when I did not want them. Things like flower arrangements on the stairs from cocktail hour to reception, which is really beautiful for the record. <laughs> I love doing flowers on the stairs. Um, When I repeated, I didn't want or need those, she said she knew better because she had done hundreds of weddings there and uh, knew what worked. (laughs) So I fired her. Oh, gosh.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, at least you know what you're looking for, I guess. This looks like a very long one, but let me start by saying that as wonderful as everything about our wedding was, the florist left such a bad taste in my mouth that I had to register to share and get it off my chest. I went to meet with her. Local flower shop owner, three weeks before the wedding. I wasn't set... Three weeks before the wedding. I mean, there's her problem. Yeah. I wasn't set on anything particular, but I did have a bunch of pictures on Pinterest to give her a sense of what I'm after aesthetically.
1: Pause. Three weeks before the wedding, she should have already ordered the flowers for your wedding.
0: (laughs) She made quite... She made quite... She made quite a bad impression from the start. She seemed very pompous and not bothered. And now I can see that she wasn't listening either. But I really liked her style and thought nothing of it, as I wasn't there to make a friend, you know? We had a chat. I told her I wanted a fairly small arrangement with ran- ran- ranunculus. ranunculus. Maybe dahlias and a lot of foliage. No roses, as I don't like them. I wasn't sure of what colors came to go with, but she offered to send me some examples of what it would look good with my husband's tie and pocket square. She quoted me, wrote down all the details, and I left thinking everything was good. Well, she didn't send me anything. I went back a week later to pay and sort out the rest of the details, but the shop was closed. For three days, there was no information on the, sh- on the window of her shop or her Facebook page. No answer to phone calls, so at that point, as you can imagine, I was pretty annoyed. So, she finally replied to my email query, her whereabouts, saying that she was working at some other project and will be back on Thursday, two days before the wedding. I went there on Thursday, and ha- and all the fun started. First, I was told off for leaving it so late. I mean, but really. I for mean, what? For leaving it to so late. Oh. I mean, really. She had my contact details and booked me in her diary. Yeah, didn't feel like she should follow up, knowing she wouldn't be at the shop most of the week. Then she started to rant on how I'm basically robbing her bling. And she shouldn't be getting... Blind. And she shouldn't be getting... She should be getting wedding bouquet for this money how, um, and how I shouldn't tell anybody how much. She charged me because people expect the same. She wanted to explain how it works and with wholesale buying and loads of other crap. Um, I, told her specific, uh, I told her I specifically asked for small bouquets so with large foliage and this is what she quoted me for. At that point, I just wanted to leave, so I told her I really don't care what, she, what she's going to do as long as it looks good. And I even agreed on a rose or two. Um, On the day she delivered a massive bouquet of mostly roses and basically no foliage at all. It was nice enough, but some of the flowers were old and floppy. The ribbon was pink, even though we agreed on ivory, and the whole thing was completely different from what I showed her. I wanted something small and not very structured with mostly greenery. I even shared my Pinterest board with her, so she had visual aid. I got a big round rose arrangement. <laughs> Considering she was so obsessed with money, I honestly don't understand why she decided to make the arrangement so big and not use any foliage, foliage yeah, as foliage a filler. foliage
1: is a good filler. To...
0: And that's exactly what I've asked for. Now I know I should have looked for another forest, but at the time I had families arriving and other details to iron out, so I didn't want the hassle, which now I would say I should have done, even just because of horrible customer service from day one. Please forgive the ramble I had to share. I guess what I'm trying to pass along is don't let your vendors treat you like crap. If they don't treat you well from the get go, take your money somewhere else. 300%. But
1: also, you have to understand what you're asking. Yes. Finding a florist was hands down the most stressful vendor to book. It took me five florists to find the one I ended up using. Do you have this one? No. Oh. Sorry i had a florist who, who was super energetic and fun in her emails and phone calls but when i decided to go a different direction and find someone else her email tone changed dramatically and if i remember correctly the entire re- response email was basically a super short sentence that didn't include anything like good luck or best wishes <laughs> what kind of fucking do you need us to make out with you when you like what do you want us to do yeah Another florist who was recommended by my venue's owner had a nearby storefront that the venue owner said I could walk into and say she referred me. I did so, and when I walked in, I was rudely told to wait because she was finishing up a project. When she finished, she asked for my date and immediately told me in an annoyed tone that she doesn't book until one year out. I was a few weeks away from one year out at the time. But that since I was there, she would do a rough estimate. The way she said it was sort of like a big deal and that I should be grateful that she was going out of her way to do this. After showing her my vision, she proceeded to criticize my concept for the bridesmaid bouquet, (laughs) which at the time was different from my own bouquet and the fact that I wanted my blessed mother bouquet for a Catholic wedding to be the same flowers as my bouquet instead of white. She then gave me a crazy way overpriced quote and told me to come by in a few weeks to book. No, I felt bad telling my venue's owner that it didn't work out, but she understood and said that chemistry is important and sometimes that spark just isn't there. I had yet another florist, also recommended by the venue, who on the phone asked me to send her an email so that she could get a quote together. Never got an email back, so I moved on. Months later, I get a phone call from her saying that she had written a response to me, but it saved as a draft and I guess never got sent. Who knows how that happened? She seemed really apologetic on the phone, and it was a little awkward since she did ask if I still needed a florist. At least she was nice about it. That has happened to me before. Yeah. That's me not too. completely out of the realm of possibility. I also dealt with a florist. Two girls partnered up. I don't know why that's important. Um, who seemed very enthusiastic with a, with great communication. I signed a contract with them during our meeting with the during our meeting with the agreement that we would s- still fiddle around with the quote. As an indecisive person, I emailed them several times with changed numbers and flower updates. The email communication quickly deteriorated from 24-hour responses to a couple days to me basically demanding a reply. Then one day, at least a week after my last update, I sent an email regarding the last communication, regarding the communication. I very quickly got a response back saying that I had been dropped because the girl who was covering my wedding had taken on a church project and was getting married and cleared her summer for it. The project commitment and her engagement occurred after I signed the contract. What made it worse was that the girl who responded said that if I wanted her to do my wedding, I'd have to cover extra travel fees that would make it impossible to stay within my budget. Very unprofessional. I, too, was surprised about the whole thing because they were a relatively new business looking to get a portfolio going.
0: <laughs> oh, I think that was it. For that story? Yeah. we all together. Uh, for that story. One I remember was a woman who was very sweet up until after her wedding. We had to substitute peonies because there weren't, they weren't in season. And to get them, she would need to pay a ton. So she opted for garden roses instead. It rained on her wedding day. Not like maybe maybe we should make a rain call of like tornado sirens. Oh, God. The, <laughs> the power went out, and the hotel used all of their backup generators for like her ceremony and reception for three hours. The Three hours of power was out. None of it was her fault, but none of it was ours as or the hotel's either. Nature was going to nature. Yeah. She tried not. She tried to sue us for not only fucking up her bouquet, but also the hotel for not letting her ceremony be outside and for letting her ceremony be in the prettiest area of the, inside the hotel. The bride decided to blast us on every social media medium, oh, medium Jesus. she could. Thankfully, we threatened to sue her back for defamation, and she removed them all. Sometimes that defamation threat doesn't
1: work. Yeah, <laughs> we know what was i gonna say though oh some people just don't understand that we cannot no matter how hard we want to and how hard we try we can't control the weather right and we can't control the flowers that are growing no. Okay, this is annoying and I've had no bad wedding planning things happen up to this point. So this is really rubbing me the wrong way. I figured you guys might have some advice or wisdom on the situation. I'm getting married next September in San Diego in San Diego City, San Diego County, about two and a half hours south of where I live. Vendors are expensive in California in general, but San Diego in particular seems seems to be a financial drain well what do you do we have had a sort of tricky time finding people to meet our budget and our vision but nothing too bad we started looking into florists a little over a month ago i immediately found one i liked she had a rough pricing outline on her site that fit well within our conservative budget and allowed for some playroom her work was beautiful i sent her and three other forest messages for quotes and she was the only one still available Apparently, affordable forests book up fast around these parts. (laughs) We started going over a customized quote. We talked to her several weeks, once or twice on the phone. We talked to her over several weeks, once or twice on the phone. She totally got our vision, as was initially a dream to work with. On a Tuesday, I asked her how a contract and deposit work deposit worked for her and she replied wednesday night letting me know that a deposit of 250 had to be made via a paypal link on her site before she'd send over a contract red flag <laughs> it was already late into wednesday evening by the time i got the email so i figured i'd e- email her 30 thursday <laughs> 30 morning <laughs> So the two hundred and fifty dollar the deposit for the con before the contract is a red flag, but it's not like so big of a red flag. Also, PayPal always has the client in mind. So if you dispute it, you're getting it back. Yeah. Thursday morning I received a very curt email from her stating, only just wanted to inform you that another couple has booked with me on your same day and I'm no longer available. Good luck. Oh, no. This, less than 36 hours after I told her I wanted to book with her. I didn't even get a chance to express my concern over putting in a deposit before the contract was sent over. I replied expressing my frustration since we'd been working together for weeks and now she'd apparently booked someone else in less than 18 hours after she'd told me how to pay. If it's not paid, you don't have the date. Sorry. Sorry. 36 hours since I'd asked to book with her, I was now much further behind on booking a florist in a high-demand region. I let her know that I thought her handling of the situation was unprofessional and that I'd be writing a negative review on a few sites to reflect that. That's what these things are for, to express delight or concern with a vendor. That's when her attitude changed. She was so sorry it happened. She didn't mean to upset me, and it was never her intention to upset anyone. This other bride apparently just booked her via the PayPal link on her site without ever talking to her. She claimed she'd never spoken to this bride before and that the lady had just sent her $250, so she had to book with them first over me. First of all, the PayPal link thing doesn't seem right. If someone you've already been talking to and that's your preferred payment method, fine. But booking a florist without even talking to them? Plus, it's not like PayPal lists her available dates. This person would have sent over $250 without even knowing if she was free for their date. It doesn't seem right to me, but that's almost beside the point. I left a short review about how I felt The handling of the situation was unprofessional and how she really only tried to remedy the situation after I mentioned writing a negative review. She said negative negative reviews affected her livelihood and asked me to remove it or edit it. I told her I might remove it because I'd been angry, but I wasn't happy with how she handled it and that she should make changes to how she does her booking so she doesn't screw anyone else over like this. She she swore she'd change the way she did it. She hasn't. (laughs) Her website is unchanged, link still up. Still, I am emailed The Knot about editing or removing my review because I had been upset when I left it. They seemed to bounce me around for a few days between departments, but this morning it finally came out. She's disputing the review and claiming that I lied about her asking for the deposit before the contract. They highlighted the section in my review where I mentioned that... It was a red flag for me and stated that she told them it was just a miscommunication and that she'd provided some sort of evidence that she hadn't said that. Well, I took a screenshot of the email where she'd asked me to do exactly that. The wording isn't vague. She says, quote, the contract will be sent to you after placing your reservation fee of $250. She stated explicitly that she'd sent the contract. She'd send the contract after we paid the fee. She even attached a sample contract, stating that it would look similar to ours and that she'd written the contract after receiving the. She'd write the contract after receiving the payment. So I emailed the knot back with that screenshot attached to let them know that I'd like the review to remain up now, <laughs> with all its glory. <laughs> she only half asked tried to remedy the situation after i told her about reviews and then she tried to have her removed anyway even though it was all 100 percent true
0: well reviews i don't know i mean i guess use them but like don't i don't think you have to go to a bunch of sites or get your friends to do it i think that's rude
1: it's but, very rude
0: good morning we got married three weeks ago and it was wonderful except for the florist we used flowers by renee and it was a horrible experience my wedding started at 3 p.m and after 2 p.m., my friend got a call from the usher stating that the florists had not arrived yet. They did not arrive until after 2.30 when people were already at the church. And then they decorated, they decorated the church wrong. They were supposed to have arrangements and drapings on every other pew. Instead, they decorated every pew, which meant half the church was not decorated. <laughs> I was horrified when the doors opened to walk down the aisle, and the first thing I noticed was that the church was only half decorated. <laughs> I called after Every the...
1: other pew is a thing, though.
0: I know. But they only did, ha- they did every pew, and so only half the church got done.
1: Oh, they did every pew yeah. on one side? Yeah. That's stupid. Okay.
0: I called after the wedding to complain. And I was told by Renee that they delivered what they promised, and it wasn't her fault that the church was decorated wrong. <gasps> she told me that I should have came down to look at the decorations while people were already seated to make sure it was correct. She refused to admit any wrongdoing. Basically, if you're going to use her, beware. She was stressful to deal with leading up to the wedding, and her poor performance today have showed that she was not worth the money that I saved by using her.
1: And that right there is your main thing. If you're saving money, you're probably adding stress.
0: Absolutely.
1: If you can only afford $500 for wedding flowers, maybe you should only order a bouquet and boutonniere.
0: Yeah, yeah, because that's what are well, I mean, you could
1: get a little bit more from, but with $500, but not 10 centerpieces and right. 12 boutonnieres. Right.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Destination Wedding Pod.
1: Please keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle until we come to a complete stop. That's what you sounded like. I
0: know. Rate, review, subscribe rate
1: review and subscribe when you get off of this vehicle please remain seated until the seatbelts are securely fastened oh my god okay that stopped making sense see you next house see you next tuesday thank you bye